Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. I love Christmas for a variety of reasons. Here's one. Gay apparel. I am a sucker for seasonal sweaters. You know the kind I mean, those ones with leaves floating across your chest or dancing snowmen surrounded by swirling white fur. I have no idea how I became afflicted in this manner. I'm from a good family, I ate my vegetables, and I was a Girl Scout. There's really no excuse, alibi, or reasonable explanation for this attachment I've developed and secretly indulge. Oh, all right, it's not that secret, because after all, what's the point of having seasonal sweaters if you can't wear them out in public? But I do take offense at my siblings, who insist I've become obsessive about them. Just because I have one for each day of Christmas week, and the occasional holiday at other times of the year does not make me obsessive. It all started many decades ago at a day after Christmas sale in San Francisco. Now, we all know San Francisco is the pinnacle of good taste, so I naturally assumed anything bought there was a reflection of these values. As I innocently strolled the aisles of Macy's, a bright red sweater caught my eye, and I do mean bright as in cherry red. A closer inspection revealed the cutest Santa face you can imagine. I looked around with delight, wanting to share this find with someone, but was disappointed to see no one I felt was really approachable. I'm not shy about sharing my feelings with others, but the intensity reflected on the faces of those around me at this sale served as sufficient warning to keep my happy thoughts to myself. Thinking quickly... I snatched up the sweater and hastily made my way to the nearest cash register before anyone else discovered its charm, and thus began my holiday sweater collection. It was a simple enough start, that Santa sweater, but I soon noticed I felt the need to represent all parts of the winter holiday season. So I kept my eyes open for snowmen, nativity scenes, and reindeer. You'd be surprised by how much variety there is. I found a Christmas ornament sweater, complete with bows, hand washing though, Santa in his sleigh, reindeer running from left hip up and over right shoulder, blue, not your normal holiday color, cashmere sweater with mohair snowflakes front and back. Some pretty good finds, don't you think? I have yet to find the nativity sweater, but I'm sure it will appear at the proper moment just as I imagine it. Mary and Joseph, their adoring faces gazing at their newborn, who is surrounded by a halo replete with gold glitter. The coup de grace, and I will admit my favorite, was a vest adorned with Santa in his sleigh, reindeer dashing off to deliver presents and jingle bells as buttons. What a merry sound I made as I dashed through the house. 
I proudly showed up in my vest each Christmas morning until one year my family, and I mean all of my family, told me they would forcibly remove that sweater if I dared to ever wear it again. Well, frankly, I have to say I was stunned. Could they not see how merry it was? How could those bells possibly be deemed annoying? Since it was my favorite, I decided to send it to a friend I was sure would appreciate it, but was horrified to hear at a later date that they threw it away. This act has caused me to rethink the beneficiaries of my will. A few years ago, I found myself looking for possible additions to my wardrobe. Cruising the stores, I I was feeling a little bereft at the paucity of the selections. Where was the fun, the spirit of abundance and joy we all embrace this time of year? And then, suddenly, I was stopped dead in my tracks, hanging all by itself, right at the end of a rack in plain view for all to see, was an amazing concoction of symbols all on one sweater. First of all, it was green, which you wouldn't think would be an unusual color, but, well, holiday green is unique. There was the obligatory Santa face, but tastefully done, not taking up too much room. His smiling, jolly presence set the stage for the brightly colored ornaments scattered over the front, outlined in bugle beads. You'd be surprised how much more noticeable that becomes with that simple addition. The sleeves were a tribute to our northern states, snowflakes cascading from shoulder to wrist, bearing opalescent sequins. Well, that was flashy enough to make this more than an impulse buy right there, but as I turned it around and saw what was on the back, I knew I had found the ultimate Christmas sweater. There they were, camels prancing, the magi resolutely plodding forward, their gifts shining in an aura of crystals. I was dumbstruck. How lucky was I to have stumbled upon this incredible creation? I held it up, turning it from back to front, front to back, admiring all the handiwork that was involved. And then suddenly feeling paranoid, I quickly looked around to see if anyone else had spotted this amazing example of handiwork. No one had. I was beside myself with happiness. I couldn't get to the checkout counter fast enough. I didn't even bother to see how much it was. Price was no object here. I wasn't sure how I would match that green to anything in my closet, but I was prepared to go to whatever lengths were necessary. Trying to appear nonchalant, I waited in line with mounting excitement. As I prepared to pay, the clerk asked if I were getting this sweater for my daughter. That gave me pause, but I didn't pay too much attention to it, telling her instead how I had collected sweaters for years. She suddenly stopped talking looking directly at me and then down at the sweater. I was confused and beginning to be a little nervous. We continued to look at each other, suspended in a kind of underwater sense of calmness and quiet. I watched as she gently opened the sweater, exposing its tag as the collar. As I looked down, I saw what had given her pause. I saw the lettering clearly now and was crestfallen. Knowing at that moment the sweater was not meant for me, all that beautiful artwork would belong to another, one who could wear a sweater whose tag read small. 
thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.